this is super drastic, but you know, our people found ways to succeed in slavery. We found ways to succeed in integration. We right. found ways to fight through all of, of, of these obstacles that are in front of us. Yep. I feel that for our generation, nowhere near as severe in terms of health risk and all yeah, that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But what we have to fight for, those who are entrepreneurial have to fight for our mm-hmm. seat at the table and then building our own tables mm-hmm. to then support those who come behind us. Absolutely. Welcome to the Uncensored Show with your host, George Paul, where we share the mindset, tips, tools, strategies, and stories on how to use your money to do more of what you love and what you were called to do. Money is like gas on a road trip. Sure, you need it to get where you're going, but you're not going on a tour of gas stations. Money fuels your journey. The question is, what's yours? Live life uncensored. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Uncensored Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, special for several reasons, one of which we both share the same passion of bringing wealth management to the everyday person, right? So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Calvin Williams. Calvin is the first black owner of an SEC-registered automated wealth management platform. As the CEO and founder of Freeman Capital, he aims to empower average Americans with the tools to become wealthy. The inspiration for Freeman Capital comes from Williams' years of financial service experience coupled with his great-grandparents' investment story. It was before integration, and they knew they couldn't get ahead by, from saving alone. Their money had to work harder than them, and they used their savings and purchased property. Freeman Capital is for the hardworking person looking for a better future. Calvin has completed Google for Startups in conjunction with Black Founders Exchange, Greensboro's launch program, and Charlotte City Startup Labs program where the company won Best Technology Platform. Freeman Capital was also invited to become one of six companies to participate in the Capital Connects venture event sponsored by Greensboro's Chamber of Commerce. Since age 12, Williams has had the entrepreneurial spirit starting his first business venture, a lawn care service. As a freshman at North Carolina Agricultural and State University, I just went to homecoming, Williams began designing web applications after graduation. He started XMG Web Designs and built web applications for numerous organizations over nine years. During that time, he was named the youngest 40 leaders under 40 by Greensboro's Business Journal and the Bryan School of Business at University of North Carolina at Greensboro. Williams was a member of the city council, excuse me, a member of City of Greensboro Planning Board and Joseph House. The Laurel, Maryland native enjoys spending time with his wife and son. He's an avid reader, enjoys traveling, snowboarding, and is a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity. With no further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Calvin Williams. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? I felt like I needed like one nine when you said that. I felt the spirit too. Yeah, so. exactly. No, but thank you for coming on the show, man. We really appreciate it. I know it's been a long time coming. We definitely wanted to have you as a guest. So uh, very fortunate to be uh, connected with you both personally and professionally. Yeah. And, you know, for you to come on the show, man. So glad to have you. No, I'm, I'm super excited to be here. First, I want to congratulate you on all of your success. I mean, I'm, I'm here with a top 10 podcaster. You're kind of a big oh, deal man. in this world, man. I, so. y'all, y'all, y'all just heard that bio. I don't know if I'm the one that's a big deal. I think he's deflecting a little bit. But no, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. I mean, we're just, you know, we're in the same fight together. So yeah. it, it's just definitely a pleasure. 
Um, so I know I gave the formal yeah. bio and background. If you don't mind, just kind of in your own words, just summarizing like who Calvin is and kind of what he's all about. Yeah. So, you know, as you know, you kind of heard there, but I am from Maryland. So I was born and raised there and I had an opportunity there where, you know, just by chance, I, I was born into a family where money was discussed very often. So, you know, uh, you know, I grew up knowing, you know, what my parents made and knowing when we were doing well and know when we weren't. And yeah. kind of I saw when you know, there were times when, when you know, my dad was winning or when my mom was winning. So I kind of grew up with this very comfortable nature around finance. I, I personally began to invest way back with a, uh, a website called ShareBuilder mm-hmm. and I bought my first shares on ShareBuilder and I felt like I was the investor of the world at like, you know, 15 or 16 because yeah. when it was the dot-com boom, so it wasn't right. hard to make money. Like right. you could throw money at a stock yeah. and make some money. So, but that kind of seeded in me even more, mm-hmm. you know, having my money work for me. Uh, and then when I went to which was in my personal experience, the best college, North Carolina A&T State University, <laughs> Aggie Pride. Um, for that, it, that was really unique because, you know, I grew up in um, the suburbs, right? So I grew up most around white people, you know, mm-hmm. except for like church and stuff like that. But then at A&T, I was surrounded by black excellence. And there are so many stats that, you know, say black folk aren't doing well here. There are problems with black and brown communities. But then at A&T, like, I was surrounded by, like, Wakanda of excellence, man. It was a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah. And that helped frame what Freeman Capital became to be. Because mm-hmm. after I left and I started my, my first firm, we were putting web applications for state government, for, you know, uh, subcontracting on feds and a whole bunch of other places. When I had a small exit by selling it to my partner, I thought I came into some money, right? Like I, I was feeling myself definitely, uh, and then I went and tried to find a wealth manager because yeah. I, I wanted someone who who could help me go from step A to step B. Right. You know, I, I was fortunate enough to like buy a house when I, I was twenty, so I felt like I'm I'm crushing the game right now, you know. Mm-hmm. So I try and call somebody up. And like he's like, yeah, cool. I mean, he probably realized that I'm young because I'm like 26 or 27 at this time. Yeah. And, and so the topic came up around assets. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, he was like, you need to have a quarter of a million dollars for us to get started. It was it was at that moment that I realized there are levels to this. Yeah. And in his eyes, he quickly realized that I was broke <laughs> and not worth his time. You in know. His mind, right? And right. in his mind. And so he quickly like wrapped up the call, but that triggered me because I was like. You know, I knew that I wanted to get somewhere, but I did not really know the whole path to get there. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted a guy to kind of take me on that journey. And that is why I found a Freeman Capital, because the reality is that um, the wealth gap is freaking huge and it's a freaking problem. Right. Right. And so Freeman Capital is set out to help close that wealth gap, be a partner to the partner list, make folks feel comfortable with their finances so that they can take steps forward and have a overall better life through education, quality of life, and health. Got you. Man, you, you answered the question too good because <laughs> you took my next two questions from I'm me. Sorry, I'm sorry. But no, it's, it's okay. I, it just leads into my next point. So, uh, and hopefully this doesn't seem a, a little bit redundant, but like from where you sit, maybe you just can expound upon your initial point. Like, yeah. why is it important to build a platform like this, right? Like, because a lot of people would just say, you know, I, I'm in the industry, right? So yep. it's like, hey, well, you know, those people just don't need financial advisors, right? They're just, maybe they'll just go open an account on Stash. Yeah. And like, why, in the, especially now that, you know, there's other platforms that exist mm-hmm. and, 
you know, you know, the average investor can just, you know, go open up an account on their own. Why is Freeman Capital a necessary platform right now? Yeah, so I want to attack this question from a couple different angles. First, from like just to knock the data out of the way, right? The stats show that people who have access and use a financial advisor Mm -hmm. have double the wealth of those who do not. Because it's just like when you go to the the doctor or you have a trainer. Just by going to see Mm -hmm. someone who is an expert in this field, they help you get a leg up on those who do not, right? Right. So that's like the first basis, right? Now, for those, um, the industry, for a long time, we were all in business. You You are motivated by trying to make money. Sure. And so in this so in this business they t- they tied making money to assets. The more assets a customer brings you, the more money the um the company makes. Mm-hmm. So we want those high net worth people cuz we make high net then we make high net worth profits, right? 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 But then the problem is that that then that then ignores over 130 million Americans mm-hmm. who don't qualify because they don't have a quarter of a million dollars, right? Right. And I and I don't mean to get like a two like whatever, but you know you know Batman Begins, where like yeah. you know there is these underworld and like there's the real world, yeah, right? Yeah. And the people who are living above, right. like that is going on right now in China. Like right now, for the last three years, mm-hmm. you got people living in grates. On no, in the heating rates mm. underground of the of the skyscraper towers, right? So like that is already progressing. Now America, we have about thirty years yeah. to when the median net worth of African Americans is projected to reach zero, right. and for Latinos, it's supposed to reach zero by twenty seventy three. Right. And so if you say, oh, these, you know, they'll figure it out. The people who need the help the most are those who are sick. And I'm not calling those who don't have a advisor sick, but I'm just saying that those are in a situation Mm -hmm. that that you're not already balling out of control. Having a partner to help guide you is of most beneficial. Absolutely. Um, Should I say the third part? Yeah. yeah, All right. right. So, and then like in terms of all of these apps, you know, we have, we have surveyed close to 4,000 people from across the country. Mm -hmm. And we found that people are using Robinhood. They're using Acorns, which is really great, right? Because they can now buy things for very cheap. Mm -hmm. But the reality is that most folk don't want to spend all day long figuring out what to buy. When should I I sell it? They want someone that is their partner that is doing it for them. Mm -hmm. And they focus on living their life and their partner focuses on building their wealth. And so a, a platform like Freeman Capital where we focus on holistically, like not just the investing part, but your but you know, your planning. What are your insurance needs? Like we look at you as a complete person and your goals, right. and provide wealth management to those who quote unquote aren't wealthy, mm-hmm. because we believe that if we can help people to take those steps forward, that's how we we can close this uh, this this wealth gap and especially help our our community grow, build, and keep more wealth. Absolutely, I love that. I love that. I mean, our missions are. Um, completely aligned. That's why I'm, I particularly have a very vested interest in the success of Freeman Capital. Um, so, what are some of the biggest lessons? I guess I should say learning lessons and hurdles that you face as a founder. So I know we're talking about you know Freeman Capital and your desire to make wealth accessible, but I think I would be remiss, um, especially knowing you know that I'm an entrepreneur and a lot of people tap into what I have going on as a result of that journey. I would be remiss if we didn't kind of touch on some of those learning lessons that you've 
had just building this platform, right? So it's it's funny. I just had this conversation with with a friend of mine, and I think that if you marry right, mm-hmm. entrepreneurship can be harder than marriage. Like, <laughs> and my wife does, doesn't know that I said that, so yeah. hopefully she won't listen to this. Right. But I mean, I'm just saying that you know, I think that entrepreneurship, and especially when you are trying to help a lot of people, mm-hmm. your perspective is different than just how do I maximize profits to how do I build a product mm-hmm. that can help the most people that I can right. and still let me eat. And so, right. you know, it's, it's, it's the entrepreneurial game is super stressful. Like the biggest thing that I've been working through is just around like mental health. Yes. Because as you know, like all of the burden rests on your shoulders. All of it. You know, I have gone through the sleepless nights, through the, you know, not eating well, not taking care of, of, of myself, pushing it off for a later. And then, you know, you're sick for like weeks. Right. Like for me, I think that the the biggest thing that we need to talk about more in terms of entrepreneurship and especially with Freeman is just. You know, when your vision is big, then the weight is even bigger. And then you need to have a support group of a team or just advisors or just friends Mm -hmm. that you can go to in a safe space and just kind of let off some of that anxiety and stress. I agree. I agree. Because people, it's something that's not talked about because entrepreneurship nowadays is so glamorized, right? It's like, oh my gosh, it's the new athlete. Like, you know, growing up, everybody wanted to be like Mike. Yeah. And everybody wants to be like Gary Vee. Yeah. Um, you know, or be an entrepreneur. So I think it's important to have that dialogue, which is why I wanted to bring it up because similar to how Freeman Capital is a platform that serves people holistically, right? You are a whole person, right? right. So yes, you're the, the founder of this well the platform, but you're still a person who's leading that charge. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always curious uh, of the challenges that we face, you know, on this journey. Uh, my next question is, um, what have you learned about the process of building a scalable business and trying to secure funding and capital? And how does that differ differ from like the typical bootstrap small business that does not seek funding and they just try to, you know, um, bootstrap their way through it? Yeah. So my first business was a traditional lifestyle business where I didn't need to raise money. Like, thank God I got a $1,500 loan, which was a hard loan. Like my dad made me sign up paperwork for it. I had to pay him back. It was a hardcore loan. Yeah. And that, you know, let me get my incorporation and I, you know, paid some money for like, you know, some, some legal fees or whatever. But then I just had to sell it and then off of the profits, reinvest and grow it. Right. Mm-hmm. When you are, when, when you are trying to build a high growth business, there is so much investment that has to go so that when you launch your product is some level of professionalism to where some folk will give you money. Right. And so it is um, very different just, 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 just in the fact that there are uh, a number of challenges when you are trying to raise capital. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, this is America, and unfortunately, it's not an equal world, right? So when you... Let song, she's a song. This is America. That's <laughs> where my mind went, too. That's why I had a little pause there. But... Um, just in terms of venture capital. So, well, first, let me back up. So there, there are a couple different types of capital. There is friends and family capital. That is generally the first type that you raise. When you okay. have an idea, right. it's not that approved. It's very early on. You go to your friends, your family, you know, anyone that, you know, you know personally mm-hmm. that, you know, would invest in you. And so, you know, there is that type of more, quote unquote, easy money. It's, right. it's, it's. 
it's easy to get in touch with the people, but then if things go wrong, it's a lot harder for the rest of your life, right. you know? You know, that, <laughs> that 2000 and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Every Thanksgiving is going to be crazy awkward. Right. Like, you, you don't yeah. want that. So, so, that, that's, so that's the thing. Like, whenever you do these high-growth businesses, um, there are so many advantages and disadvantages to every single step, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and that is when at that pre-seed, at, at the family and friend money. Then the next stage of that is what they call pre-seed. That is when you're raising generally less than you know three hundred thousand dollars, right? And so, and so at this point, you have uh, some sort of uh, traction, which is just a general term, which is used for either users or paying customers or what have you. Mm-hmm. But it's still super. Like you might just have an idea mm-hmm. and raise three hundred k. And then after that, there are there are other more complex you know ways to raise money, but. But the reality is that as a black person in America, mm-hmm. I believe the most recent stat is that we we as all black and brown PP people have it collectively is like one percent of the total venture capital funds mm-hmm. come to us, and then yeah. depending on where you live, we're here in North Carolina, it's even lower here. So yeah. North Carolina as a whole is not a hotbed of venture capital investment. Right. So it can be even harder. So like for us. We did raise funds through friends and family that you know got us to where we are now. It has proven to be good for us, mm-hmm. uh, and it allows us to build a community around us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had to be very uh, prudent with like who we are going to try to ask and who and how you know, we're going you know to work. We still had to you know do all of the proper things like having our projections and a plan and not right. just say we're going to take your money and run, uh, but. You know, excuse me, but it's something that definitely can be done, but we just have to figure out our way of doing it. It's, it's, I was just telling someone just yesterday, it's, this is super drastic, but, you know, our people found ways to succeed in slavery. We found ways to succeed in integration. We right. found ways to fight through all of, of, of these obstacles that are in front of us. Yep. I feel that for our generation, nowhere near as severe in terms of health risk and all yeah, that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But what we have to fight for, those who are entrepreneurial, have to fight for our mm-hmm. seat at the table and then building our own tables mm-hmm. to then support those who come behind us. Absolutely, absolutely. That's a that's that was a, a, a better answer than I could have ever imagined because I because I've had a few founders on the show and I always like to ask questions around that because I know that my listeners aren't particularly in tune with understanding like yeah. that process. Yeah. They might want to build a scalable business one yeah. day and they don't know how do I get money? What does that look like? Yeah. So thank you for really just breaking that down. This podcast episode is sponsored by CapitalWise. CapitalWise is a boutique financial planning firm serving entrepreneurs of high growth companies. We also have investment management services for all. Plan precisely, invest intelligently. CapitalWise. And and just one note, because you know you thought about this, because I feel like we as people aren't transparent on that because we don't want to alienate our future investors. Mm. And me, maybe I'm just like you know forget it. But yeah, yeah. I'm 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 at the point of life where we have to be our authentic self. And if people can't rock with us because of that, then we just have to move on. No, I but like that. There was one time when I pitched Freeman to a room of investors of uh, about 40 of them. There were v, you know, VPs and such at various banks and institutions. And one of the then one of the guys with a straight face mm-hmm. said, "How will black folk invest?" Oh, actually, he didn't say black folk. He said black people invest if they're poor. 
Mm. And I had up on my slide the data from Nielsen showing how our incomes are rising. We're educated, all these things, but the bias was so strong. Mm. And so when so this is super passionate to me because I don't want us to walk into things thinking that it's going to be as easy as it could be for others. Like it's always hard, right. but but there are biases that that uh, people bring into our conversations that mm-hmm. we have to deal with as women, as you know, different races, yep. you know, as you know, whatever your uh, backgrounds are. So for me, this is a super big deal that we have to start having these conversations, and we have to start calling uh, calling thing, things out, and then figure out ways to, as a community, support each other as we grow. No, nah, that's strong. That's strong. So I know I, I think you've articulated. You know who you are mm-hmm. and why you built Freeman, and I think we can kind of glean some understanding of how it all is all connected. But if you kind of had to summarize, like what your overarching goal is for this platform, like what would what would you say that is? So our overarching goal is to help people that are sometimes like they might avoid their finances, they they might not really look at, it. they might like think you know I'll figure it out later. We want to help folks feel comfortable and empowered with their finances. That is it. And so with that, you know, we do it through, <coughs> excuse me, through our financial planning. We, you know, we'll help folks figure out, like, what are their current goals? How can they get there faster? Mm-hmm. Be it, you know, paying off those massive student loans right. or figuring out how to get under credit card debt and not live check to check. We want folks to feel comfortable with investing mm-hmm. because it is the, the, the U.S. stock market is the greatest wealth creator in like the history of the world, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like historically, it's averaged about nine or or ten percent. I mean, it is the way that is why most of wealthy people have their money in the stock market because mm-hmm. it is a proven way to build wealth, yeah. and we have to become comfortable with that to take advantage of that. Absolutely. Um, and Absolutely. so that really just really all comes down to working with our customers through our platform with their advisors to help them feel comfortable and, and, and you know empowered to take the next step to build wealth got you um there's one question i, I forgot to ask related to like funding right we talked yeah. about you talked about how you generated money from like friends and family and all that stuff so my question is at the stage freeman is at now are you guys in a place where you're still open to getting investors can the act can the every everyday person participate they're not your friend or your yeah. family like what is what is that part <coughs> of like outside of potentially being a part of the platform yeah so my lawyers will probably kill me if like i answer that question fully because uh we we have we have a private uh offering now uh but i would just say that we're always happy to meet folk who are supporters of you know the wealth gap and love what our our mission is Mm -hmm. uh but you know there's no formal public offering yet gotcha gotcha um so which brings us to my next question so for the person who says well you know i don't necessarily want to own a piece of freedom per se but i love what freedom stands for and I want to open, I want to get started with them, yeah. right? What does that look like? Yeah, so what we wanted to do is that we wanted to start with the basis of, of like building a system, building a service that cost would not inhibit folk from getting started. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for, you know, for us, we have three plans, you know, okay. we have our silver, our gold and our platinum plan. And there, you know, for, you know, less than a dollar a day, less than $27 per month, mm-hmm. you can get started with working with the platform and an advisor nice. to help figure out your goals, figure out your, uh, you know, what challenges you have and how to work 
on them. I mean, we helped one guy who was up in uh, uh, who was up in New York, and um, he he was trying to figure out how to save money, you know. But then in working with his advisor, because one of our major parts is that, is that our platform and the advisor give recommendations gotcha. on what you can do. And so the advisor said, hey, you know, I see that you are spending $1,000 a month in Ubers. <laughs> Can you take the train? Yeah. In New York City, the the train works very well, right. you know, or the, the bus, you know. And so, you know, that was just a hard conversation that he had to have. Like, what is more important to me? Mm-hmm. Building this wealth at a rate of, just for easy math, $1,000 more each month mm-hmm. or continue to be convenient Right. Temporarily. And so that is what we want to do with every one of our plans. Like the different plans differ based off off of what are your family goals and ambitions and just how how much one on one conversation do you want with a planner. But the beautiful thing is that you can go right to freemancapital.co and sign up now and you can get started working with your advisor and with the platform. Nice, nice. So what are you most excited about regarding the future of Freeman Capital? The thing that that really excites me is around helping to close the wealth gap, right? Mm-hmm. So, like that to us is a major focus because we see that we have a state where so many of our uh, people are now they're getting more educated. There, you know, there have been stats on how black folk are earning more money, but we aren't building wealth, right? Why? It is because. Even though we're making more money, mm-hmm. the mentality of our culture has not changed. Mm. And so the thing that makes us excited is, you know, if we can take people who who are in a less than situation and then help shift their mentality mm-hmm. and being their partner every day, month, what have you, mm-hmm. to help them to be more wealthy, right. to me, there is nothing more exciting than that. I mean, I gave up my job because this is, to me... Uh, what I hope to be my life's work and just helping as many people a- as we can from across the country take the first step and then the next step to help them grow and build their wealth. Amazing. Amazing stuff, my brother. Um, so you share with us so much about um, who you are, what you stand for, the platform. Um, how can someone learn more and just kind of get plugged in to what Freeman Capital has going on? Maybe before they start and open up an account, they just want to check you guys out. Where should they go? Where should they keep in touch with you guys? Yeah, so we, of course, are active on Instagram. We're very you know, active there and on Facebook. We are about to put out a lot of uh, video content via our YouTube. To make it super simple, you, you can just go to freemancapital.co, and then we have all of our social media posts there. We are also giving out free financial education courses. So if you join our email list, mm-hmm. we'll be doing courses on budgeting and you know trying to figure out how to pay off debt. Like We're going to give these kind of give these things out because it's just important for us just to get this education out there right. so, that, so that folks can start taking these these first steps. Gotcha. Awesome. And man, the, the question that I love to ask everybody um, at the end of the show is, you know, so I did the rebrand and now it's called the Uncensored Show. Mm-hmm. I was really excited about that name. Um, so what does living life uncensored mean to you? So, you know... I too like your name. It's a great thing to play on there. Like you know, kudos there. You know, you're 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 very good at branding, sir. We'll have a talk offline. Appreciate Um, that. But to me, living life uncensored means living life authentically free, because you are no longer being bound into either 
acting a certain way or trying to front like you have it a certain way. Like you are authentically uh, honest with where you are financially, where you are as a person, yep. and you are transparent with that, mm-hmm. uh, and you're trying to take steps forward. So, I mean, to me, it, it just makes total sense. Indeed. Well, thank you so much, bro, for coming on the show. This is undoubtedly uh, some very good insight. We'll be tapped in and tuned into the movement. Um, It's so intertwined to what we believe in here as well. So excited to kind of eradicate this wealth gap with you, man. We appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Peace. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to an episode of The Uncensored Show. Take at least one thing you heard today and apply it to your life immediately so that you can become one step closer to living a more meaningful and fulfilling life and aligning your resources to what matters most to you. Remember, money is just a resource to fuel your journey. The question is, what's yours? What's up, guys? It's George Achenpong, your host of the show. I just wanted to take a quick second and say thank you so much for listening to the show. I have a tremendous amount of gratitude for anybody who takes any amount of time out of their day to listen. If you find this show valuable, practical, or helpful in any way, do me a huge favor because it helps us out tremendously to try to reach more listeners. All I want you to do is please leave a review on iTunes and also share this podcast with three friends that you think might find value in the show. Thanks so much, and I'll see you on the next episode.